Today, documentary films are experiencing a major renaissance, and for good reason. But why are audiences increasingly choosing fact over fiction? Is it a dearth of realism, like endless comic book sequels and end-of-the-world action movies? Are viewers choosing authentic storytelling over spectacular visuals and far-fetched plots? Or maybe it's because docs f***ing rule. Hi, I'm Paco Romain. And I'm George Chen. And we host SupDoc. We didn't go to film school. We're just two comedians that dork out on docs. And since 2015, we've been recapping amazing documentaries with comedians, actors, and filmmakers like legendary comedians Dana Gould and Todd Glass. Musicians like Yacht and Dan Deacon. And even media stars like Jesse Thorne and Francesca Fiorentini. The AV Club called us enlightening, and Boing Boing said SupDoc is a great idea for a podcast. So find us wherever you get your podcasts or join us at SupDocPodcast.com. And follow us on social media at Subdoc Podcast. This is the Escapist Comics Podcast. I'm Jacob Rubin. I'm Jessica Baldoni. And we're just starting. We're back <laughs> again. We're in it. Yeah, this is another one. We're back again. Yeah, we're, this is the podcast that doesn't die. It doesn't. It never dies. We'll keep no. bringing it back from the grave. <laughs> yeah. No so, pandemic, yeah. nor lockdown, nor nothing can keep no, yeah. <laughs> this show. Nor cross-country moves, nothing. <laughs> so thanks show, for listening and staying The show with Soldiers us. On. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, do you want to get into the Future State comics first? Yeah, and sorry, you guys, okay. that we're like a little late on the beginning of Future State. We'll try to catch up. There's only 9,000 Future State books to read and talk Jesus, about. really? Oh my God. Yeah. I have a couple more that I've read from this week, but there's like, I think a stack sitting on my dining room table right now that I have to read still. So, but we'll talk about the first week. Here's my my question. Here's my question. What does this have to do with Dark Knight's death metal? Uh, They reformed the world, I guess, or something. I'll talk about a little bit when we talk. So we're going to talk about the first Wonder Woman book. And then there's a second Wonder Woman book that came out this week, which I'll talk about. Okay. And there's like a little bit, I guess, from that. But I, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> there was another book coming or came out that called, it was called like Generations Shattered. And I think that explained some of it. But it was like $10 and like a book. It was literally like a book that you had to read after uh, Dark Knight's Death Metal 8. I, think I don't want to do any reading just so I could do some reading. <laughs> and it was like nine different <laughs> I artists. I want to read. Now you're going to make me read? <laughs> oh, I just yeah. don't want to oh. read that much about Death Metal because I don't care. <laughs> yeah, like every one of these stories. So there's three stories in the Batman book. And mm-hmm. there's three in the Superman of Metropolis book. And yeah. every one of them has like a little blurb that's the same copy text. And it says, spinning out of the events of death metal, this happens. And right. I read death metal, counter, or more accurately, I looked at the pages of death metal. <laughs> uh, and I, I feel like I had a pretty good idea of like, this is sort of the story that this is. Right. Um, but I don't know how in any way 
like the Batman who laughs or any of the cra- or the, any of the crazy shit that happens at all ties into this. Unless it's just saying that like because that happened, it created an alternate timeline, and this is that timeline. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I'm well. Then why don't they percent sure? <laughs> well, they didn't need to like put out a whole series to explain Stanley imagines the the unit or DC one million or uh, any of those other like things. They could just say, "Hey, we're doing a thing in the future," yeah. and people would get it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think this is their way of just getting people to buy a thing because death metal was so popular, right? So they're like, well, death metal was popular, so you'll like this, right? Yep, uh, buy it, sure. You want to yeah. spend $9 uh, on this future state Batman book? <laughs> I did like that it was a, a, a good, long-developed story mm-hmm. with no ads. No That's ads. That's kind of cool. True. However, you there know, are I mean, three stories in it. Yeah. It's not just Including a, 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 a nice one, which was like gibberish. Yeah. Yeah. And it I I expect when I'm buying a Batman book that it's gonna be a Batman book, not a Batman book, a suicide squad book, and another suicide squad book, kind of. What is it like two or no outsiders book? That's what it outsiders was. Outsiders and outsiders, which is like, I mean, it's really a katana story featuring right. Black Lightning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Arkham Knights, which I, as far as I can tell, is an entirely new concept. Yeah, I guess, it, but it's sort, it's sort of Suicide Squad-y. Right? Yeah, because they're all bad guys. It's like yeah. Dr. Phosphorus and Two-Face. I don't, yeah. what, what does Two-Face bring to the party? What does Nothing. Two-Face, how does Two-Face help in like a covert, or not, like, a, like a military operation? Yeah, I think we've talked <laughs> about this we have to go before. fight, and he's like flipping his coin. Yeah, oh. I think we've talked about like this with Two-Face before, like, he's just going to be erratic. He's no help. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to talk politics sometimes, maybe. <laughs> I, I, I've said this on the show before. Two-Face is a great character for like one, maybe two stories. And then it's like, why is he around? Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Two-Face not my favorite, unfortunately. One of the coolest looking Batman villains. Absolutely. Yeah. Great design. Yeah. Especially if you give him like the cool suit. Or whatever. Oh, the, the split suit. The split suit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like sometimes people don't do that. They just like it's just the only thing about him is his face. Like his armor in this Arkham Knights thing. It's just the regular armor that everyone else is wearing. The only way you know he's two faces because his head's popping out. And only like that one. There's a few. There's a few panels where I was like, is that two face or is it just a handsome guy who we can't see all of him? <laughs> I also well, I also hate when they give him that super purpley face, and that's what they have in this one. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the Batman story first. Sure. Um, the John Ridley is the writer, and Nick Darrington uh, does the art, colors by Tamara mm-hmm. Bonvillain. Beautiful art, first of all. I think this is out of all of these books, except maybe Wonder Woman, which we'll get to later. This is my favorite art in all these titles. Yeah, it's amazing, and yeah. the so yeah, the storytelling in this I really liked. I, I actually really enjoyed the story in this one um, as well. Yeah, this one was cool. I think this set things up really well. Um, it's it's a bit more of a gritty, down to earth Batman. Like, yeah, it's street cr- street criminals who are using a Bane aesthetic. Sure, I'm on board. Yeah, uh, I didn't like that. It at points it seemed like this writer didn't. What do we What do we know about jo- uh, John Ridley? Is he a a um a? Uh, I think he might be a book writer. Is he a um a a white person? 
N no? Question. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's not. <laughs> um, I know this is uh, some great investigative reporting we're doing right now. Uh, but I'm, I'm again, ninety percent sure he's not. <laughs> he he is a, he is a black he is a black man. He wrote Twelve Years a Slave. Oh my God. Yeah, there you go. Okay, I knew that. Cool. It was in my brain. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because some of this dialogue, I was like, because I I don't know, I, I I was like, is this really? It really seemed like white guy writing um, black people's dialogue. Um, well, but I'm glad wrong, to know that it's sir. not. That. <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong. It, it was racist of me to assume that it yeah. was a white person writing this comic. Mm -hmm. And I think it's cool that DC is like, we're going to have a black Batman and we're not just going to get Jeff Johns or whatever. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Jeff Johns at the whole other kettle of fish. Yeah. Uh, let's not get into that right now. <laughs> There's a photo of me with my arm around him at Comic-Con when I was like 17. <laughs> I got to scrub that from the internet before I get canceled. <laughs> It'll never be scrubbed. Not just, not just because I'm wearing a trench coat and I look like the fucking Unabomber, but oh, uh, <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I really like that they bring like the Fox family into this, that it's, uh, did, did, were you a little confused about which brother it was that was Batman? <laughs> uh, no, it's the one who was, the the clean shaven one it is the okay that was my one issue i was like i i wasn't sure if it was the non-clean shaven one or the the scruffy one because i was like that makes sense if it's either of them <laughs> yeah i mean you can't see their you can't see batman's mouth in this costume it's exactly that's what i thought right i was like maybe it's a mystery yeah um, no i think it's, it's also so short it's too the story's so short i was like you know that i was like left wondering <laughs> at the end yeah. that maybe that they would take us to it later. Um, I just thought yeah, that I mean, wasn't very clear. Maybe it's a straight up misdirect and they want us to think that it's him. Yeah. And like, wasn't that a thing in um, uh, the that first, the very, very, oh, well, sure. <laughs> it was, I was actually the very, very Catwoman. She was Batman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the very, very first um, Batman story, the, you know, the original Bob Kane, Bill Finger, Mm -hmm. uh detective 27 where uh bruce wayne is barely in it and it's mainly following commissioner gordon and like this other guy and i think that we're supposed to be the other guy and then sort of the twist is that it's right. bruce wayne which now yeah. is not at all like yeah so this is hey maybe that's this maybe that'd it be is. a cool that'd be a cool reference that i haven't seen anyone do with a batman story since 1938 9 yeah. that actually would be really cool if he did do that yeah yeah um, as for the other stories in this, I wasn't too excited. The Katana story was like, man, though I did really like, um, the art was cool for sure. Um, this is the guy who used to work with Romby. Um, if I could remember his name, that would be really helpful. It's probably somewhere in the back of this comic. I'm sure at the very end, I don't know. Well, uh, anyways, they're in the very center of the comic. He does like this really cool, like, uh, what's that movie with all of the fighting in it? <laughs> when they, <laughs> oh boy, uh, <laughs> oh, they, Buck. The, I don't know the one where they like go all the level, like on the warehouses where he goes fighting through all the levels. Uh, I don't remember, but I, I also was 
drawn to this <laughs> two-page spread. And I thought it was a very cool storytelling style that you can only really do in comics. And may, I, I guess maybe like um, the video game Donkey Kong. Um, it is like Donkey but Kong. I, That's the movie I was yeah. thinking of. Right, Donkey, the theatrical adaptation of 1982's Donkey Kong video game starring Jumpman. Uh, however, it did make me think, when does a building ever have stairs where you have to run across the building to go from floor to floor? Never. That's not a thing? <laughs> Never, yeah. Uh, so, and so I was, I was like, and I was like, this is dope. This could sell us a poster. People would totally put this poster up or something similar, you know, like maybe not this exact frame like but just the way that this thing moves is really really cool but also like this is not how people make buildings <laughs> no <laughs> maybe I don't, i'm pretty sure this artist is from india maybe they're like that in india we don't know have you been sure to yeah <laughs> no i haven't <laughs> i i loved the point where uh she falls through the floor yeah Together. yeah like this isn't amazing i wish this had been the dead center of a comic and i feel like somebody the raid that's the name of the movie oh the raid okay <laughs> yep that was the movie that was the movie so uh yeah uh, and then i overall i thought this katana story was like cool i mean katana is a character that you can basically always just start a story with like this is Katana. Her sword traps your soul in it. Yeah. Great. Right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm not, I was never too familiar with her. I've never, I never read her solo series in the New 52. Sure. And so, I don't know, I, but I thought, like I said, I thought the art was cool. Um, I like that they brought Black Lightning in. Um, and I like that he's yeah. like cool. I like that he's in her sword. You know, that's pretty neat. I like that he's literally... <laughs> Is he in her sword? I think so, right? Because he came down from the sky. Oh, maybe he's not. I thought he was. And then I, I thought he was too. Yeah. Um, but then she, he like appeared from the sky to protect her. And then, and then he she hit him with the sword. sword. Yeah. He like takes her sword from her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe he's not in her sword. I don't, th I don't think he is. The way that okay. I read it, the way that I read it, it really makes it seem like he is, especially because it, they're about to reveal, like, she's talking to the sword. Right. To reveal, like, what's about, to, like, oh, he thinks that the, my husband's in the sword, and he thinks he understands everything, but he's about to learn something. And then Black Lightning shows up, and I'm like, oh, that's probably what we're about, that's probably what she was talking about. But then she's also surprised. I guess so it's I a no little idea. confusing, too, and maybe this is a storytelling problem, is she's like using her sword and it's all lit up like lightning. And then literally the next page, lightning cracks and like he comes out of the sky. Yeah, and when he grabs the sword, they're almost, it, uh, this this page right here, yeah. the, the final page of the story, he's literally the same color as the sword. Yeah, so that's so a the, little I, bit of a storytelling problem, I guess. Um, yeah. But it's still, it's still, you know, it's still kind of cool. But again, I think this is the problem with this format that they're using, that like these stories are really short, so they feel a little bit incomplete. Um, yeah. And they're doing this for the next, I guess these are just like two issue comics like this. Um, and I know it's just to introduce this whole future state that they're doing for the next three months. And then they're gonna have like a little series, like six issues mm -hmm. or something like that. 
Um, but like, yeah, the next the next Batman number two is out this week. Um, okay. So maybe they'll clean that up a little bit. So. Uh, the public but- and and I love the Outsiders. I I was a big fan of the series that they were doing when it was uh, Nightwing and Fake Metamorpho and Arsenal and them like after the Teen Titans when they yeah. did like uh, the Teen Titans Young Justice split. Mm-hmm. Um, and I read the, and growing up, I had a bunch of the ones from the seventies with like Geoforce and Black Lightning and Katana in them. Yeah. Uh, Halo. I thought Halo was super cool. So, like, I'm down with a new Outsider series. I just wish that they would figure out what they were instead of just, like, club of characters. Right. Yeah, they've never totally been clear on that. Like, when it was, Batman says, uh, go get fucked to the Justice League and starts his own team of, like, weirdo and also rants. Okay, great. Batman leaves. Okay, sure. The group still has something of an identity, but, like, what makes them different than, like, the Justice League or the Teen Titans or any of that. I, yeah. I just don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't either. Um, all right, moving on. Let's get through this mess of Superman of Metropolis. Um. So, so first of all, even though I can't say I liked this book, I think that the premise is very, very cool. Okay, yeah, it's interesting. Um, so it's basically Jonathan Kent, right? who is half human and half Kryptonian. Is he? Yeah. He's not Clark and Lois' son. Yes. He He is, is. okay. Clark and Lois' son. Um, And he has uh, all the Kryptonian powers. He does have all the Kryptonian powers. I don't know if he's as strong, though, as Superman. Sure. I don't think he is. Um, And... He has this weird brainiac ball with him who kind of looks like, what were those things called? Those, those little squishy balls? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, uh, were they just called oddballs? I think so. That there's sounds right. In, there's, there's a reference to them in the Ready Player One movie where he throws one into like a giant robot and it explodes. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it was an 80s or 90s toy. Not, definitely a 90s toy, I think. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, basically, Brain it looks player like one is that so 80s thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they could totally make, if, if DC still made like fun toys for kids, they would totally make a toy like this. But now they, I don't think they, they only make like, the only kids toys they make are like Superman and Batman. Yeah. And well, yeah, there's actually, they're starting to make better toys. They actually have a whole line of like DC Supergirl toys. Okay. Um, which are really cool. Uh, they sell them at Target. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are really nice. Um, and not just like Barbie-like too. Okay, that's cool. So, yeah. And you know, actually I could see this as like a fun comic for not just for like kids too. This is like this a comic? Good, yeah. I could give this yeah. to like a 12 year old boy actually and totally, or girl yeah. too and has supergirl in it you know and yeah. not just like a comic for adults like this and is it's it's got some kind of funky morality because he shri- so he shrinks metropolis and turns it into a bottle city like the bottle city of candor and right. it's not like brainiac did it or this did it no straight up jonathan kent the superman of metropolis shrank metropolis to save it right and that's like is that good or bad 
this raises a lot of questions. He mm -hmm. felt like it was a good idea at the time. I think that if I woke up one morning in the city that I lived in, if like somebody just took LA and put it in a dome thing and hid it in their house, I'd be like, oh, but I, I would like to leave, that, you know, but <laughs> yeah. I'm protected. So it's, or uh, that, that was the Simpsons movie. So it's right. a, uh, the dome. The dome. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that there's some really cool uh, stories that could be generated from this. It looks like the rest of the comic is about the other superheroes of Metropolis and how they're dealing with it. Right. So I think that this sets up a really cool, I think that's, it's a really dope idea for an arc and uh, it could be good or it could be crappy. I'm just, I'm, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I just feel like the dome has been done so many times, kind of like you said, like Simpsons and the dome. And yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if they can make it new and interesting, it definitely, like I said, it could, it could be good. Yeah, um, I, I think that it could be. They definitely could be bad or they definitely could just like chicken out and like only do it for a few issues and then go never mind like but i what i like is that it's a choice i just like that they made a bold choice right uh as for the backup stories i wasn't too impressed there's like a mr miracle backup story and then the guard i liked the art but that's about it yeah uh so i uh, i also i can never get on board with michael oming's art i'm just not not a fan. Sorry, Michael Owen. Yeah, and <laughs> like also like the it. artist. It was Cully Hammer for the first half, and then suddenly it changed to Michael Avon Owen. Oh yeah, that's true. Maybe just yeah, they, it done. that's how they credit it. <laughs> it is three pages yeah, of art done. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, also, yeah, that uh, cross crossover comic is also doing the dome right now. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. So it's like ah. So many domes. <laughs> all right, let's uh, move on to Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, which is probably my favorite all around of these three. Yeah, well, first of all, it's like the only complete story, like one comic. Yeah. It's just a comic. <laughs> Thank you for having a full I, story, Wonder Woman. I, I Okay, I, I understand that you like that it's a, a single story, but I love me a good backup story. I like you know, the, the, the 70s, 60s and 70s, because when I was doing the vintage, I was like, oh, it's cool. You get like a full Green Lantern story and then like eight pages of the Firestorm or whatever. So I think that that's pretty neat. I just wish the stories themselves would have been better. This, if they'd done like a backup, like, hey, a Wonder Girl or I don't know, who else hangs out in the Wonder Woman universe? Well, we do get that. I'll, I'll talk about that in a second for Wonder Woman uh, or Mortal Wonder Woman. Um, but it's actually a full story and a backup story. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, these I, I really felt like that. teasters. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I'd like, for, especially for a first issue, I would like a full story and then maybe like a mm -hmm. three page backup story, you know, something like that. Something like I can like actually like, you know, sink my teeth into, get to know this character and mm -hmm. then like have a backup. But, you know, I, I, need, I need some more information <laughs> to know if I want to yeah. keep buying this comic. Um. But yeah, okay, so uh, Future State, Wonder Woman is, uh, I think it's all just um, Joelle Jones and then Jordi Belair does yeah. the colors. And that is beautiful exciting. Colors. It's absolutely yeah. gorgeous. And this is a new Wonder Woman. Who, it seems like she's not entirely pulling her power from the Greek pantheon. No, maybe. Like she's fighting a Hydra and there's a Pegasus, which are definitely Greek things. But like, um, 
there's the, she's in the Amazon rainforest. She's in South America. Right. Unless they're saying that like Paradise Island has had a rainforest this entire time. <laughs> Which like maybe, I don't know. I think she's just hanging out there. I mean, this has deep, And then she yeah. goes down to the underworld, but like this doesn't feel super like like it feels like they're I, I think that it's if it is what I think it is it's a very cool idea and that they're just saying like what if Wonder Woman was essentially the same character but instead of being pulled from Greek myth it was other mythological sources maybe um I mean I just you know she's just Aside another from, Amazonian right or she just, yeah yeah and she's just taking up the mantle I mean in the and the other in the immortal Wonder Woman too there's just several other Wonder Womans as well so mm -hmm. it's just lots of Wonder Womans. <laughs> Almost like um, Promethea. Right. Yeah. Well, like there, there's... Wonder Woman is a cool character because she, you know, like, yes, her entire origin and many of her great, great stories are tied to uh, Greek legend. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, a lot of the things that people think about Wonder Woman, the Lasso of Truth, the Invisible Plane, her all-American costume, aren't necessarily Greek things. So, And also the name Wonder... It's not like her name is, you know, Super Athena or whatever. Right. Um, <laughs> and and her, her weapon in this is like, a, like the Lasso of Truth, but with these balls on the end, so she can use it as like a concussive, like a mace thing. Right. She does still cool have like this big star on her... She has like an armor plate on her shoulder and she does still have yeah. like a big star right there. Maybe just still like, you know, have the homage to the original Wonder Woman. But what's interesting yeah. is if when we go to Immortal Wonder Woman, I mean, Diana's still around. So it's not like she's mm -hmm. replacing Diana. Why wouldn't she? Yeah. So yeah. she's just another, another Wonder Woman in the area helping out. And this is just like yeah. an adventure book too. She's just having like her own adventure which I like, it's not like tying in really yet anyways to the whole big gigantic DC mess that's going on. Mm -hmm. uh, as far as I can tell, she's just like in the underworld, like trying to, she's trying to get something from Hades, right? Yeah, they don't really say what. They don't say what, yeah. But she has an awesome battle with like Cerebus at the end. She's mm -hmm. fighting like lost souls, like it's, a really fun book it has yeah. absolutely art. in her attempts to trick her way into the underworld she ends up having to fight a sumo wrestler and a bunch of other dead people yeah <laughs> and i am and she yells a lala which i think is their try to their automatopoetic way of uh doing the xena noise yeah i think so <laughs> a little a little throat <laughs> xena <laughs> uh, hey you know Good time. I, I actually, I sense a lot of Xena in this particular, I mean, Xena, I think Xena already is kind of borrowing a lot of ideas from Wonder Woman and oh. vice versa. More contemporary Wonder Woman comics probably borrow from Xena. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, Lucy Lawless should have been Wonder Woman at some point, for sure. Oh my God. <laughs> she should, like, she could still be, um, oh God, what's her mom's Amazon? name? Amazon? Uh, well, yeah, on Amazon, of course, but I was thinking specifically of Wonder Woman's mom. Oh, uh, oh no. Um, <laughs> um, oh, uh, no. Starts with a C? Yes, Hippolyta. Hippolyta, yeah. I was thinking, oh, she could be Cersei's, though. 
Yeah, that's true. Or that if they do cool. a Kingdom Come movie. Ooh. Ooh, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. um, oh my God, my dog. With is John so Hamm as Superman. John Hamm as Superman. I would love that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, getting into, real quick, getting into Immortal Wonder Woman. So this one is sure. uh, by Becky Cloonan and Michael Conrad with art by Jen Bartel. Uh, so Jen Bartel entering into the DC universe, pretty awesome. Um, I don't think she's done art in a book, just a million covers since that book Blackbird from Image. Um, so it's pretty awesome to see her back on that. So this is actually Diana um, and hasn't aged a bit. So at all since the events, and that actually that actually brought me to how long has this in or how long is this into the future? Have they said that in any of these books? Well, I mean, how old is Jonathan Kent in the main continuity? Because now he's like twenty in these. Yeah, but does he age like regular people? I mean, Superman did, Clark Kent did, but not really. What do you mean? I mean, he, he, he ages to a certain point and then he kind of stops, right? Well, then I guess it depends on which continuity you're reading. Cause like in yeah. Kingdom Come, he has the great temples, mm -hmm. but he could live longer. And in, but then in like All-Star Superman, he kind of looks the same until he dies. Right. Uh, yeah, I guess it sort of depends on yeah. like the artists. Like, I don't think that anyone would, just because you want your characters to look like adults what you want them to, you want them to look like a you want them to make it to adulthood and then they can look like they're 26 forever right uh or thir like if they're like oh you're getting a little older oh you drew them like they're 35 uh okay. or whatever you know i mean how like yeah because we don't see bruce or clark or well we see uh supergirl but supergirl looks exactly the same yeah she looks exactly the same and yeah, then i don't think they'll ever draw her even if she, even if they want to depict her as a hundred-year-old person, she'll still look like a sixteen-year-old. The only hint I had, I also read Nightwing this week too, which I'll briefly talk about. But like, it's another feature state book. Another feature state book, yeah. So Dick Grayson does like she draws him. Um, Nicola Scott does draw him a little bit older, like he has like you know some crow's feet, and he looks mm -hmm. a little more, you know, mature, mm -hmm. but not that much you know, right. um, more, more so that he's just been fighting a lot. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't really say. Um, but anyways, back to, back to Wonder Woman. So uh, this one is pretty interesting. So it opens with uh, Diana talking to the ghost of Bruce. Okay. In the back hey. game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what I have to do in order to understand the continuity of these books is I just have to go like, okay, even though they keep bringing up Darth, Dark Knight's Death Metal, even though they keep talking about it, yeah. if I try to assign, oh, the events of that caused this to happen, but like Bruce Wayne has died like 20 times in that book and there is no main Bruce, like, yeah, anyway. So he's, he's definitely dead. Okay. <laughs> he's definitely talking to his ghost for a while. Okay. <laughs> um, and there's, yeah, it's very like, like, oh, I love you, Bruce, and I miss you, and you know, all of that. And then she like yeah. takes his uh, utility belt 
and and straps it on her and she's like i'm gonna take this piece of you with me and then flies off <laughs> it's, a little, and, you know, it's okay <laughs> i guess that's kind of like the wimpy version of like when captain america picks up thor's hammer it's like when wonder woman took batman's utility belt yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> now i can fly and use my lasso and i have a flashlight yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was yeah okay so but a lot of cool things happened in this book too um so this has a lot to do nice. with dark side so we go to uh, apocalypse okay. and um dark side is like looking real uh sad on his throne and he's just like the fate of the world is over and i'm really you know depressed about it and then he uh realizes that he gets to go back to earth and maybe he gets to take over earth again. So he's real, gets real jazzed about that. Um, cool. We get to see some, uh, some uh, Orion here and big Barda shows up. They don't want him to go, but he goes anyways. So he decides he's going to go take over earth. Um, we go jump back to Themyscira. Swamp Thing is there and Swamp Thing is dying. And letting diana know that if he dies the entire earth is going to die because the green you know is the green is all of earth right. so uh, and he's letting her know that uh that a big evil is coming dark side um right. so it's it's kind of cool because we're finally learning like what the future state is going to be about and it's going to be about dark side coming to destroy the world yeah. Um, and the basics of this book is uh, the Amazons are joining together to stop Darkseid and to save the green. Um, and it gets pretty uh, heavy from there. He comes to Earth, kills a bunch of Amazons, mm. and uh, Wonder Woman starts to fight him, and Swamp Thing starts dying, and then it kind of just ends from there. So... <laughs> Pretty, pretty brutal. It's always, always got to be dark side, huh? Yeah. <coughs> Every uh, major also like an old, it, it's also a little confusing. There's an old Superman as well. Dark side's fighting. There was no mention of him anywhere. I don't know if mm. you have to read one of the other books that came out this week. There was like a Superman. I think it was like Superman of Tomorrow or not Man of Tomorrow, but like Gods of Tomorrow, something like that. And they had a bunch of old Supermans on it. Maybe that ties into that. But yeah, like Superman's super, super old. And Darkseid's like destroying him as well. And like Wonder Woman, I guess, is the only one that can stop him. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> I like the idea of a Wonder Woman versus Darkseid. Yeah. She has as much reason to hate Darkseid as Superman does. Yeah. Well, destroying the world is definitely a good reason to hate Darkseid. But isn't that what yeah. he always wants to do? He just always wants to eat like destroy the world <laughs> that's his thing. yeah I, I i don't know how often if dc's even done this but like stories where about dark side like going in because he's his thing is conquest and anti-life and the stories about right. him going to other inhabited planets what about dark side and the forces of apocalypse versus the guardians of oa or what about i don't know mongol uh, you know dark side versus war world or dark side versus Brainiac or the Dominators or right. oh he did fight he did fight the Legion of Superheroes in the Great Darkness Saga so they've done that yeah 
Yeah, I don't know. No, but we have like that all these other be. characters on, you know, and all these other future state books, and aren't they concerned about Dark Side? <laughs> Man. Yeah. Um, I think. I mean, we have the Justice League and everyone else, and Legion, and there's our Legion book that's coming out next week, I think. I feel like they would have something to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, they're doing a well, Legion future state book? Mm hmm. Yeah. Isn't every Legion book already a Legion Future State book? You would think that. <laughs> uh, real quick, I'll just get into this Nightwing book because I actually did really like this Nightwing book. Uh, sure. Mostly because it just has a lot of Nicola Scott art with uh, shirtless Nightwing. But <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> or, or actually just naked Nightwing. It's uh, the Beefcake Nightwing book. We'll just call it that. Great. Uh, <laughs> So, of course, Nightwing has taken over, you know, most of the Batcave stuff for Batman. Um, and he is fighting that magistrate that they talked about in the first Next Batman book. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yes. So they brought that up again. Um, he's working with Babs and I think Huntress as well, maybe. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, they're just uh, fighting that big, powerful magistrate. So that's basically what Nightwing's going to be about. He also meets the next Batman in this first issue. Sure. Um, so they're going to start teaming up. They don't know who, he doesn't know who next Batman is. He makes mm -hmm. sure to keep his uh, secret identity safe. Um, and yeah, that's basically the first Nightwing book. I liked it. It had cool. really good art, uh, good storytelling. So maybe I'll stick with Nightwing for the first time ever. <laughs> yeah i've never been the the batman character with the most draw for me either mm -mm. um should we take a quick break and then talk about wandavision uh yeah let's take a quick break okay and we're back you're back that was a break <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't want to spoil WandaVision. We have not watched the episode, the third episode yet. So we're yeah. not going to spoil just that. Just the first yet. two episodes. Just the first yeah. two, which hopefully, I mean, you can watch those back to back. So hopefully you just watch that when they came out. Right. Wait, uh, is, the, is there only a, a third episode tonight? Is that the only? Yeah, I think it's just the third. Okay. It was like Mandalorian when Mandalorian came out. The first two came out and then, you know, then it's just really? one episode from then on. Yeah. You don't remember? Oh. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> that was a while ago. Season two, not season one. Mandalorian? Yeah, yeah season when Mandalorian two. Mandalorian came out, they released the first two episodes back to back. Or it was like, an, wasn't that right? Yeah. Or maybe it was just an hour long. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, Mandalor it was an hour long episode. And then. Yeah. Yeah. But now they're doing, with WandaVision, they're going to yeah. do a half hour episode every week. Right. Okay. Yes. Because they're, yeah, they're, they're so short. Yeah, I'm stoked. Mm -hmm. I'm like real excited because this is like, like, I'm, uh, <laughs> it's kind of, it's interesting because this, we were supposed to get Falcon Winter Soldier first. Right. And that would have been a much more like, we already know what this looks like. We've already seen movies like this. Much more like, this is the MCU, but on TV. Yeah. And then they were going to take a step further from that and do like, but now we're just going straight to this weirdness. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I think that that's really going to change the sort of expectations and what people want 
out of Marvel shows. And did you um, like it? Like, I really liked it. Me too. I know a lot of people didn't. So. Oh, really? Yeah. But I, I, I thought it was great. I mean, it's uh, definitely different. The first episode, all the way up to, because um, the first episode didn't really have any like weird, like what's going on. It was, it was basically just a straight up 50 sitcom. Yeah, until the end. It had a couple things. It had the commercial. Um, sure, yeah. And, you know, it had, like, the Hydra uh, thing in the commercial. Oh, I thought it was a Stark thing. They had two commercials. Oh. So, oh, in, 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 the, in the first episode or in the, second, in the, first, in the first and second? In the first. Oh, okay. Well, I just both, remember the but, thing. yeah, in the first episode. And then the, was the Hydra one in the second one? I think the hydrogen was the second episode. Second one, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, in, in both of them, they did reveal stuff in right. both commercials. But um, and then yeah. obviously, and in the end of the first episode, the choking. The that end. was it, right? Yeah. I was like, there was something. There was one weird thing that happened, but I couldn't quite remember what it was. And then uh, at the end, when it pans out to the, like the the place with right, the notebook, the super... and the, the, which yeah. it's sword. Which has right. sword been? I don't even remember if swords in the movies. It's not. Yeah, that's okay. a, that's definitely a first reveal. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, now I know I I what I really think they should have done is just made that first episode and the second episode just one episode. I don't think they should have broken them apart at all. Though I think you know most people probably just watched them back to back. Yeah, but I did. <laughs> I think they should have just joined them together. You know. <laughs> well, I think that that has more to do with the honoring the source material yeah the, the sitcom like yeah i mean they they weren't 22 minutes they were half an hour but right um yeah but then the it was it was a straight up like bewitched my favorite martian i dream of genie like yeah. uh, except instead of one magic weirdo it's two i and i thought that was like oh my god i i i don't know about you i was genuinely laughing physically at the jokes oh yeah they were really funny and they yeah. were playing it perfectly i thought they were absolutely mm -hmm. delightful both of them um in the second episode like when he chews the gum and he's being like really comedic and like the cartoon of the gum going inside yeah, him absolutely. that was so cool so yeah. good and like in the animation they did like even in mm -hmm. the second episode when they had the opening and they have like the bewitched like style credits like yeah that was perfect and I'm excited to see the new opening because they're oh, probably yeah, going to change too. that every episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm just, I was worried that like, especially like the younger generation, like wouldn't get it. Um, and I think it's That's really a good cool, point. But like, maybe they've never even seen like anything like that before, you know, because how often is Bewitched even on anymore? Like, yeah, TV Nick at Night now shows like 90 shows. Yeah. Like TV Land. It's like, uh like what my what is that men's show <laughs> like the, home the, what not home well home that's probably on it too no the men the charlie sheen show oh two and a half men two and a half men <laughs> the men's show it's literally <laughs> yeah. called the man show <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's literally on like 24 7 on that channel i just see ads when i'm watching like other tv for yeah. like nick at night but it's like that you know like nick at night used to be bewitched and um, Mary Tyler Moore. And, and, yeah. Yeah. And now it's that for whatever reason. <laughs> so. I, and like, I understand the fact that, you know, 
every young person loves the Marvel movies. And now they're putting something out that isn't as accepting for them. But my thought is, you know, fuck them, right? Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they it, like, I think that if they don't enjoy this or don't appreciate it, I think it's too weird. I mean, it's shot perfectly. Like, okay. I was, uh, like, um, when I was living with my folks, my dad really got into um, <laughs> this show that he watched when he was younger called Our Miss Brooks. That's about like a secretary. And she's like, and you know, it was post I Love Lucy, but it was still like kind of novel to have a female lead in a sitcom. Um, mm-hmm. And it looks and moves exactly, it's shot like those shows, but still in high def. So it still feels modern, but like the way that the, I don't know, I was like blown away at the production, the, the like the attention to detail and all that. Um, and like having them, someone pointed out that the fact that they're at the beginning of the second episode, they're sleeping in separate beds, um, but then she magics their beds together. Yeah. Which is a reference to the rate at which the shows are moving through time and how it's like, okay, this is the point in the show when they're not, when TV, when sitcom couples were allowed to sleep in the same bed. Right. Uh, I thought that was just rad as hell. Sorry, my dog will not stop scratching at the door. Oh, sure. Let the dog in. (laughs) The dog has to come in. And then walk on all the comics. Ziggy has joined the feed. Um, I really want to get a a dog and name it that sink so every time they're pogging the door I could be like let that sink in (laughs) nice joke (laughs) 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 Um, we also have to make a Buffy reference because who joins the second episode oh my god (laughs) so exciting it's so great like she was one of the like she was one of the funnier actresses, one of the funnier performers on Buffy throughout the entire run. Oh yeah, and I'm like, great, they're giving her work. I'm just happy to see Emma Caulfield. She has a new last name now because I guess she got married. Um, oh, yeah, <laughs> Courtney Cox Arquette. Right. <laughs> Honestly, I I get that like taking you know some people like to, like you took your husband's name. Yeah. Um, but. I think that if you already have like a long running television career, just like. Yeah, just, no, don't, don't do it. It's going to happen to all your credits. How are you going to look them yeah. up on IMDb? It's going to be very good. Yeah. And then, you know, Courtney Cox was Courtney Cox Arquette. And then she started Cougar Town as Courtney Cox Arquette, but then got a divorce and went back to being Courtney Cox. That's just like. Oh, they divorced now? That's it's too bad. They've been. They've been divorced for like a decade. What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't follow the Arquettes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I only know because I was looking up Cougar Town. I was like, wait, what happened to the Arquette? Why were you oh, looking yeah, up Cougar w- Town? Because they were referencing on a community. And I was going to see uh, if it was actually a good show. Okay, it's not. Okay. <laughs> I like I like Busy Phillips. And she's on that show. But Yeah. She's weird now. She had her own talk show for a minute. Yeah. Weird now. Once you get your yeah. own talk show, it's over. Like a daytime talk show, something's gone wrong. Unless you're like Drew Oprah. Barrymore. She's uh Drew Barrymore is a talk show? Yeah. Started like during lockdown. Her first episode was a Charlie's Angels reunion with with Cameron Diaz and Lucy Liu. It's online, isn't it? It's like an online thing. No, it's on TV. And in yeah. like it's shot in a studio and everyone's sitting, st- it was it was totally supposed to be like Ellen or whatever. Um, 
and I think she didn't want to do uh, like Skype interviews, like Zoom interviews. So people are in studio, but they're sitting. It's like they're it's like yelling. They're like twenty yards away from each other. And like I get it. I understand that's the safe thing to do. But like, there's got to be something we could like just shoot it so that they look close. I don't know. Just do Zoom interviews. Yeah, and so then the second episode. What, or not maybe about the second episode. And this is, I swear to God, this is all I know about the Drew Barrymore show. I'm not following it. I'm not watching it. But she had Tom Green on and they talked about their relationship. Oh my God, I did hear about that. I did think yeah. it was just like an online thing though, not like a real show. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like had it come out two years ago, that it would be like a big hit and people would be talking about it and they'd be doing like bigger, crazier shit. Um, but... It just, you know, they, they got their shit together at the wrong time. And Did they make fun of it on SNL yet? Because that one. Yeah. That one. Um, yeah. Because Chloe Feynman why. does that really good. Yeah, she does that really good Drew Barrymore. Chloe Feynman, who went to Berkeley High for a bit. Yeah. She she, she, tr- she graduated from high school from Piedmont High. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, She's yeah. really good on SNL. She's so good. Her impressions are crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, 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 it's rad to see. Did you, yeah. did you, uh, her, did she live here though? Like in SF? Was she a comic here? No, I think she moved to LA like, or New York or LA like immediately. Okay. Cause like I knew, I think like she was in the theater department. She was like a year or maybe two years ahead of me. And I knew a bunch of people. I have, I have a bunch of friends at Piedmont High. Um, because I smoked a lot of weed, and uh, let's name drop um, people we knew at Piedmont. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and people knew her, and they everyone was like, you know how every high school theater department has like, if anyone's going to make it, it's going to be this person, right? And then like one out of twenty of them do. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was the one for her year, and then she now she's on SNL. <laughs> like Chloe Feynman. Yeah. Most likely to make it to SNL. And she did. And she did, yeah. Good for her. I want to go through my yearbook and see, like, I wonder if they made it. I don't want no? to. No? Okay. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible thing to do. Yeah. You don't have it's to only one person. You just want Facebook. That's true. But, but I have to go into the yearbook to find out who won, because that's not on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, it's WandaVision. <laughs> and it, WandaVision, yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be, I think it, it'll, um, it's, I think right now I read something that, like it's the highest rated Marvel cinematic property on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I, I mean, Avengers has its, people are has its critics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd say that probably. I mean, what's the best? What's the best Marvel movie? This is a real question. What's the best Marvel movie? That's so hard. I yeah. know. I really love Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Um. I. Um, I, I think that like the one that I could watch the most, stripping it like because the thing is the the further these get along in the timeline, the harder the less accessible they are. Uh-huh. Um. So I think that the first Captain America movie is one of the just better movies. I think, well, Winter Soldier, I think, too. I was going to, that's my next yeah. in line, I would say. All three caps are great. All three yeah. caps are, like, across the board, the Captain America trilogy is the strongest trilogy. As much as we love Thor Ragnarok, the first yeah. Thor was pretty good, and the second Thor was bad. Yes, <laughs> exactly. 
That's why I just pretend they don't exist really and just go straight to Thor Ragnarok. Straight to Ragnarok, yeah. <laughs> straight. But you need the other one. And Thor The Dark World, I, I, I've, I have rewatched it and it's better than I remember, but it's still not good. Yeah, it's not, not great. Yeah. No. The uh, ending fight where they're falling through the holes and going to the, that was rad. Took too long to get there. Definitely. But yeah, uh, WandaVision, well, I mean, we don't need it. Everyone who listens to the show has already watched it. Uh, sure. They're definitely going to have their own opinions yeah. on it and all of the little Easter eggs that popped up in it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But can, can, I give you, can I give you my big theory? This is yeah. my big like, what is prediction. Your big theory? Um, and it's not like this is where the show is going. This is just a guess for something that will happen before the first season is over. Okay. Quicksilver shows up. He's got to show up. Right? That's a prediction. Well, I mean, does he have to? Well, okay. So I think that she's, well, she's obviously creating all of this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe she's going to recreate Quicksilver as well? Because he's dead, right? He's dead. Yeah, but so there's, he, the other, but the, there's the other Quicksilver from the other Marvel oh, Universe. Evan Peters? Yeah. So, and they, uh, no, own, they own Evan Peters now. Yeah, but they're not going to bring in. Why not? Because uh, that's not the one who's in Age of Ultra. Did you watch the, the Legends show they put on Disney Plus that, like, sort of recap the individual stories of Scarlet Witch and Vision? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. They're, like, these seven or eight minute long, just, like, here's what because they know that people don't, like, if you want to know everything that's happened to them, you have to watch Age of Ultron, the worst Avengers movie and Civil War, and Infinity War, and I guess there's some Scarlet Witch character advancement in Endgame. Right. Um, so to like make it so that people don't have to go back and do that, they put up these two little things on Disney Plus a week before the show dropped, so like two weeks ago. To catch um, you up? Yeah, just like here's everything we know about Scarlet Witch in the MCU in seven minutes. Here's everything about Vision in the MCU in seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not narrated or anything. It's just they took the, they just made a big montage okay. of like here this is him being made by Ultron. This is him getting the Infinity Stone. This is him dying. All that. Yeah. Yeah. And they did the same. No thing spoilers for the show or anything. Yeah. And and then they showed Quicksilver because of course Quicksilver is inexorably tied to her in, in that yeah. first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also and they don't explain where her accent goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, she can create her own accent at any time. I guess I, I I understand her not having her accent in Wandavision, but like you know, man, when I watched Civil War and uh, or was or maybe it was um, Spider Man Homecoming, and Peter Parker had a Queen's accent, I was like, fuck yeah, and then he just decided not to anymore. Yeah, it was too hard. You know, you know <laughs> it's those little touches, mm-hmm. and. If they hadn't done it at all, I wouldn't have minded. I still would have liked Peter Parker just as much. But the fact that they did it and then stopped doing it is like, Ugh. I still think that Evan Peters, just bring him in. And then they can be X-Men or they can be mutants. We'll just be like, Magneto's their father. <laughs> but it's actually the wizard. <laughs> but then now they're inhumans. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, uh. But maybe they're not. <laughs> yeah. Didn't they, they said in Age of Ultra, I think Strucker gave them their powers, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what they said. Uh, yeah. so let's cancel all that be, out, though. He, he was underserved. He was underutilized. He's too good of a character to just be like a villain at the beginning of a movie who then disappears. Yeah. I think they'll bring that back. Yeah. Um, 
Well, they're also uh, confirming a secret invasion show as well now. Great. Yeah. So that's happening. Uh, they're teasing it with Nick Fury and Talos. So we'll get some more Sam Jackson action. <laughs> action. <laughs> that's action. great, man. Look, yeah. there's some people where I'm just like, all I want you to is all I want you to do is working because did you like Sam Jackson has been in a lot of shitty movies. Yeah. And but, I think that if Marvel keeps paying him that he will make fewer shitty movies. I hope so. <laughs> uh, and they will. They will definitely keep paying him. Oh my god, he's the most enter- every time they 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 put him in a Marvel movie, he's the most entertaining part. So give him his own show. Yeah. Um, and yeah. in space, on Earth, whatever. And then obviously, WandaVision setting up the whole Doctor Strange. What is it? Madness of what is it? Doctor Strange. Oh Madness. yeah, uh, and the, the multiverse of madness. Multiverse of madness. Yeah. Sam fucking Raimi. I know. Oh my mm. god. Please. And finally, Doctor Strange and and Scarlet Witch together too. So which. Yeah. Always be Although okay, I did some di- so her powers in the MCU are like telekinesis telepathy, basically. Yeah, well, more than that though. But they haven't shown her doing more than that, unless we're talking WandaVision where they're showing her do all this reality manipulation, time manipulation, whatever. But yeah. if we're, but I, because this is a, a world that she's creating in her head or something, then it, it's sort of, the, the rules are different. I don't think it's in her head. I think it's like she's well, building a world. But at the end of the ep- second episode, they were like, Wanda, who did this to you? Right. Yeah. So, or who's doing this to you? And so that, that's what makes me think. And the fact that someone is observing what's going on in her head, right? Because they're taking notes. That's true. Maybe, Maybe this is because I just watched, did you watch Maniac on Netflix? I, I watched the first like six episodes and then I just, I don't know. I just fell off of it. Yo, I totally get it. Yeah. Um, I, we finished it. Uh, yeah, I feel like they could have sh- shaved a few episodes off of that thing. It did not have to be as long as it was. Mm-mm. I really liked it at first, but I just couldn't stick with it. I just got bored. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, lastly, uh, there is going to be a new Superman show on CW. I know we really stick with right. the CW shows. <laughs> no, we don't. Okay. <laughs> but a new Superman and Lois show, which is kind of exciting. Yeah. Um, so this is still the guy who's been on, what's his name? Uh, blah, 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 he's blah, blah, somewhere on here. It's a, yeah, he's on Supergirl. Tyler Hochin. Right. What's his name? Yeah, he used to be sure. on that werewolf show. I used to like that Teen Wolf. Oh, sure. I liked that show. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> I thought I recognized him. I never watched Teen Wolf, but. Yeah. 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 He was the he was like the big werewolf on that show, right? Um, big werewolf on it campus. It wasn't a bad show. Yeah, big werewolf on campus, exactly. <laughs> um, apparently, there's also going to be Jonathan Kent on this show too. So he's going to have a son. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, him and Lois are going to get down at some point. And a Jordan Kent? Are they going to have two sons? Jordan Kent and Jonathan Kent. Maybe well, Jonathan have- Kent is also the name. It's also Clark Kent's dad. Oh, no. This looks like a kid, though. Oh, maybe it's going to be oh, okay. Jonathan Kent. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Jordan Kent. 
No, it says John and Ken becomes Superboy. He's gonna be a, he's gonna be their kid. Okay, man, I was hoping that we'd get a Connor Kent live action. Jonathan, that'll, that'll never happen. Mm-hmm. And not if they're giving Superman. And then a real Jordan son. Kent is Jonathan's mother. Yeah, they're gonna oh, have okay. two kids on this show. Oh, maybe one yeah. of them has Jordan Kent powers is and the other one doesn't. Oh, he's gonna be jealous. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. that's drama. It is drama. And then uh, obviously, that, Lois. Hey, that I think that's a great idea. I think that'd be fucking great because they even did a, a, a um, imaginary story about that where they Superman did an imaginary story about that. Yeah, and the yeah. other when, it's the, where like one's putting up the Christmas trees, putting up the decorations on mm-hmm. the tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the other one is just like crying that he doesn't have powers, which, hey, legit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, this actually looks fun. I'll watch a couple episodes and see how it is. Yeah, you can tell me what happens. Yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> I, do, I hate, his, uh, hate his suit, though. Why can't he just wear a normal Superman suit? Like the old school Christopher Reeve suit. Why does, does it have it look to be good? rubber? Yeah, but like, does it look good in HD? This is a real question. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the regular suit so that, you mean? Like the regular the, suit, yeah. I feel like... Yeah, I watched Superman recently. It looked great. One time, but that's not... That wasn't shot in HD. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, like, I was looking through one of those oversized Alex Ross comics, you know, when they were doing the, like those large format yeah, ones? Yeah. And he did probably his uh, most realistic painting of The Flash. And I'm like, oh it's pajamas <laughs> like when you're taking these ideas of these costumes and you're making them look super real like that's why the flash now like is covered in lightning and scales and crap yeah uh, because if they just put him in like or even the the 90s one right uh, that ran up against the simpsons it Where looked it like sleek and all leathery and everything because if they yeah. make it look like it's made of fabric then it'll just look like some guy knitted in his garage <laughs> It's true. I, I just, I don't know. I hate Spider-Man it. should look like that. Yeah. Well, the Spider-Man looks great, though. And he has a spandex suit. Well, the, now it's a Tony Stark suit. Yeah. But it's still spandexy. But, yeah. I don't know. I just hate he So he has like a leathery cape and it's like attached with like these two leather, I don't know, clasps. And it just, I don't know. It looks bizarre. He also the has a really Superman? skinny neck. The new Superman, yeah, the lowest. Yeah. lowest the I mean, God, casting Superman must be the biggest pain in the ass. It's got to suck, real bad. Because, yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, so many other fictional characters, like we don't really know what Sherlock Holmes looked like. We don't really know what fucking I don't know, uh, Treasure Island, Long John Silver. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. You know, you could sort of. I just saw a depiction where he was played by Arthur Darville from uh, Doctor Who, and he was great. He looked completely different than any other Long John Silver I'd ever seen in anything, and he was great. Sure. Uh, but but Superman, like, nah, we we want Superman to look exactly like the Max Fleischer shorts. Right. Yeah, he's got to have a big chin, square jaw. You know, yeah. <laughs> got to have squinty the for some reason. <laughs> yeah, always squinting. <laughs> Get you know what? Get like, or why why does Superman have to be white? This is a real point. Mm-hmm. You know who really does look like Superman? Yeah. John from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Who? Uh, I don't remember the name of the actor, but he played Josh Chan. Oh, yeah. 
but he's very yeah. smart. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Got to have a baby. Well, you know, so is, so is, fuck it. So is Tom Cruise. Let's stop pretending that Tom Cruise isn't five foot one. <laughs> Everybody knows it. They refuse small. to make a movie about it. He just stands on a box. Yeah, that's true. He, he, was, on a he box. was married to Nicole Kidman, who is my height almost. Yeah, she's and cool. And they figured, they shot around it. They figured it out. They knew how to make it not look like he was freaking Vern Troyer over here. <laughs> Are you watching anything else? Any recommendations for the week before we go? Yes. Okay. The Wilds oh. on Amazon is one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. It's so, so good. You would super dig it. Okay. Honestly. It's 95% of the dialogue is spoken by female characters. Ooh, nice. Um, uh, it's about these uh, high school girls, seven, eight, 16 through 18, who uh, get stuck on a desert island. And um, it sounds hokey and silly, but they like every episode sort of talks about each one's like backstory, kind of like Lost or Orange is the New Black or whatever. Um, and they, but they all have completely different motivations. They all have their own individual traumas. They all have their own reasons for going on. They, they were supposed to be going on a retreat, but then the plane crashes to like this women's seminar in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and yeah, it's, and it's like, not like sci-fi, but it is like weird in its own way. Um, yeah, it's really, really good. Um, the main character is from Berkeley. They don't really talk about it. Um, <laughs> but like they do, they do reference it. Annoyingly, they, they refer to like living in the Bay. And at one point during one of the flat, one of her flashbacks, someone's like, oh, we're going to go check out this thing in Oakland. And I was like, yay. Uh, <laughs> like, the like I was at the beginning of Black Panther. Um, <laughs> just any, anytime anyone says Oakland in a movie or a TV show, I'm just like, yay, yay. Um, <laughs> Don't ever do that again. <laughs> okay only on the podcast uh but it is really really good we, annie and i were watching one episode a night and then we watched two and then we watched three it's just like it's yeah you're just a it's dick so guy. fucking and and unlike a lot of those shows um where there's like lots of questions they answer the questions at roughly the same rate that they introduce new ones so it, it's continually satisfying oh that's good we're still leaving stuff up in the air we just finished it See, it's already been renewed for a second season. Nice. It's fucking good. Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh, Everybody watch The Wilds and tweet at me about it, at Jacob S. Rubin. <laughs> I don't know anyone else who's watched this show. Do you know how weird that is? That is To watch weird. a show and genuinely know no... I, I'm, I'm going to have to start posting on the subreddit like a weirdo. <laughs> um, I, I've watched uh, Rich Lady shows recently, which is uh, Big Little Lies, and then I got super addicted to that. And then had to immediately watch The Undoing after I bombed through Big Little Lies, which is also done by the same guy. Um, okay, is it also HBO? It's also HBO, yeah. And then cool. I started watching Your Honor, which is rich white guy show. The new Brian Cranston show. Yeah, the new Brian Cranston show, which is also really, really is that good. good? Show. Yeah. Okay. Really good. Uh, yeah. I'm, all like, like kind of the same. It's like rich people, crime show <laughs> sure but they're all very very good where is where is your honor where can I your honor's on showtime. showtime okay yeah so but yeah the undoing i think i watched in two days like i watched all of it in two days it was Damn. really good it's like he is so good at like ending an episode 
and then just like hooking you on that very last scene where you're like, I have to know what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, very, very, very good. So I, and I do need a new show, so I will check out the wilds. It's fucking great. You're you're gonna start the ep- you're gonna start the first episode. And there's a scene where they're all like sort of introducing each other on the, introducing themselves on the plane. And you're going to be like, I already know everything about these characters. I already know everything about these. I don't need to. But then like, no, dude, it's great. <laughs> uh, I also have another podcast recommendation too. Um, yes. Not, not really for comics, but for crime stuff as well. It's called That's Messed Up, the SVU podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nice uh it's uh, pretty amazing also hosted by two uh lady comedians and it's hilarious and i they just started like a few weeks ago um and it's for everyone else who also watched like 450 episodes of svu like me um sure <laughs> so check check that out pretty awesome and i think that's nice. yeah grab cool all right guys nice uh, thanks for listening to, to escape this comics podcast uh oh what's your twitter oh at jessa baldoni nice yeah uh and yeah uh it always oh, is the store open yeah store's open. open okay yeah we are open just the same uh you know four people in the store all of that wear your mask be safe wash your hands wash your hands sanitize your sanitize hands on your way in. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's it Cool. Also, hockey season has started. Go Sharks! Yay! Yay! <laughs> it's on right now. But hockey season is like ten it. months long, right? Yeah, but it was super <laughs> short. Now there's only like fifty-two games this season. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. COVID. Yeah, COVID. COVID hockey. <laughs> That's one of the few sports where they're actually covering. Oh no, I guess they don't cover the, the goalie covers their face. <laughs> <laughs> Goalie wears a mask. <laughs> yeah, and it's not, it's also not very, uh, just goes right through. COVID just goes right through that mask. Right, yeah. Holes in it. <laughs> yeah. But that's a sport where they could totally wear COVID masks and be able to play effectively. It might even help their teeth a bit, right? <laughs> what? what you know, just puck would go right through that mask. That's true. <laughs> they would need like a shield. <laughs> yeah. shield. <laughs> They all wear the goalie mask. How come only the goalie gets that protection? The rest of them are just fly it out. You know, well, no in uh, ladies hockey, they make them wear masks. Yeah, because mm. they're sexist. Mm. Can't mess up those lady faces. Mm. <laughs> they gotta stay pretty. You know, this there's gonna be one woman in lady hockey. It, it has a better name than lady hockey, right? Is it like WNHL? <laughs> Called women's hockey, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just call it ladies' hockey when I'm talking about their face masks to keep them free. right. The LHL. <laughs> the, L- <laughs> the ladies' hockey league. <laughs> we don't even use sticks. So it's soccer. Yeah, we just figure skate around the ice. Right. <laughs> yeah. I actually very much support women's hockey. I just think it's stupid that they don't have the same rules. <laughs> hmm? Oh, I said I very much support women's hockey. I just think it's stupid they don't have the same rules. Yeah. Well, doesn't the WNBA have different rules too? Probably. I don't know. Probably. I'm sure. Well, they definitely don't have to wear masks though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, I'm not an anti-masker. This is about oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Wear a mask. <laughs> We've taken a turn. 
Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the Escapist Comic Podcast. I'm Jacob Rubin. Jessica Balboni. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.